Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Ellets. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. And I am not your father, but instead Matt. Oh, nice. No, I am your father. Too bad there's no Star Wars content to discuss this week. Actually, that's not true. That's a perfect segue. And Matt didn't even know I had a quick Star Wars question I wanted to ask the Jedi Master about. Uh, So we'll do that uh, in a second. But first, uh, I'll let Forrest finish explaining what else we're going to talk about today. Okay, so, um, I mean, I really want to talk about Stranger Things first. Miss Marvel, you know, I watched it. Everyone else see that? Yeah, it was definitely the... uh, It was definitely a show. episode? Yeah, it was definitely an episode. It was definitely uh, an episode of television. Watch it. Um, And also another excellent episode of The Boys. Um, Now that's what I call TV. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I really just want like I mean, I think Stranger Things had the most um, screen times. So maybe we should talk about that last. Maybe start with the boys. Like start enthusiastic so we'll with the boys. Episode and, eight, because I have yet to see episode nine. We're actually going to watch it right after this podcast, and the kids go to bed. Okay, we can do. Yeah, we can just do episode eight um, today, and then uh, we can just do episode nine later on. You know, because really all we have is Miss Marvel next week. Which is so cruel, because... Oh, no, I mean, we're going have the boys and Miss Marvel. The boys finale, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Have... But, we, we, you know, we yeah. still, we'll just talk about the last episode of Stranger Things. So, um, yeah, so Stranger Things, episode uh, eight, was called Papa. Papa, yep. So Cool, so um, it sounds like it's going to be a great episode. Lots I guess, of I guess we know the Duffer Brothers' favorite uh, pizza chain, right? After uh, the Domino's? Yeah, well, no, it's funny because I think Dustin and Lucas, the actors, they appeared as themselves on a Domino's commercial. Uh, uh, yeah. On, good, if, good anyone, if anyone still watches cable TV. Um, I do know. not. I have not seen that commercial. I'm surprised it's not a Coke commercial with all the Coke products. But So let's go ahead. Let me ask my random Star Wars question, and then we'll dive into the boys, mm-hmm. and we'll do, we'll do some Stranger Things. Uh, and then, I mean... We can talk about Miss Marvel. I don't remember any of it. Uh, There's a train. <laughs> they went to Karacha. All right. And that's our excellent review of uh, Mrs. Marvel. Um, very, very the memorable mar- episode. The marvelous Mrs. Marvel. Uh, so, Matt, my question is, English doesn't exist in the Star Wars universe, right? It's it, They use Arabesh, correct? So that's the writing system, Abresh. Yep. Okay. That's the writing system. Um then why are there X-Wings and Y-Wings and A-Wings? And, like, why do they have English Ooh. letters when they don't have an English alphabet? It's translated to us, I guess. <laughs> it's transliterated? I, I don't know. There's a very famous uh, SNL uh, with Charles Barkley uh, session that got cut from the broadcast about him being a Jedi and not understanding everybody else. What? Uh, that like, sounds amazing. Like they I can love speak what Charles Barkley goes on. I'll post it on the Discord after, but yeah, uh, they could all speak to dro- understand the droid and the Wookiee, and Charles Barkley is like, what's he saying? I don't know what's going on. How do you speak Sweet. this many languages? <laughs> and if anyone wants to join, uh, we do have a free Discord. I'll post a, uh, a link in the description below. Uh, come come be a part of the conversation. Come say hi. Tell us what you're thinking about these uh, these television shows. But cool, yeah, I, that was just random. I was just curious. I'm going to go with Robbie's answer because that will help me sleep at night. Just a you, translation. You know, I think the only language in the Star Wars universe I know is Jawaese. I mean, I There's, guess it's not called Wookiees. 
Because Wilkies aren't well, Erebus. I've never so heard Erebus of Erebus until is today. The writing. That's like the it's, regular it's, one. That's like the, the general. It's like the, it's like the so dominant language in the galaxy, I guess. Yeah, Russian whenever you see like language. not Jawese, but Russian is anyway. a language, but they write in Cyrillic. You know, so Avrush is just a writing system. I see," says the blind man. Okay, well, thank you for that. I I appreciate it. Um, what do you guys think about the boys? Oh, it was great. Um, oh yeah. Let's just yeah. Let's start with the boys. Um, let's just let's just dive right into it. Phenomenal television. So I don't want to give away that twist right away. I mean, you can't. Why not? Spoiler the... spoiler alert. Let's just dive right into it. Yeah, yeah we saw Mindstorm's alert. ass. So that was the biggest uh, you know spoiler. Was not expecting that. It was this, a mind fuck, that's for sure. Yeah. This episode on two separate occasions almost made me turn it off because it was just so cringy, but at the same time I couldn't help but keep watching. And that just shows you some great writing. Yeah, there was the um I mean now Butcher was sort of in his own mind, his nightmare, which I figure was just like made it feel like a bottle episode almost. Definitely like because he was episode. trapped inside. Yeah, well, so I mean, I was like, "Oh, go ahead." Sorry. No, the first scene is definitely the scene involving the deep. Um, oh yeah! With the oh yeah! <laughs> and how I tried his to have wife like finally had thing. enough. Yeah, she went to Vassar, and he has formidable intellect. You know, but that whole sitting there in my chair, go just squirming, watching that. Ugh. The deep yeah. is so dumb without her, and if she's gone, I think the deep's value has just significantly gone downhill. Like he's not gonna be able to keep up, like playing the game with the other uh, seven. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh, he's gonna get, yeah, I wonder if he's gonna get kicked off the team again, or if he's just gonna get killed off. Because I think I don't know. They're basically deep has just become like a joke character. He doesn't really have any, you know, much character growth. He's basically the same character as he was in the first season. He's just a little bit more. He knows how to, you know. He's still a piece of shit, is what I'm saying. But, yeah. you know, he's uh, yeah. somehow managed to maneuver his way back into the team. And, and so, like, um, the one... Yeah, I agree. They're definitely going to kill him off. But uh, the one thing I really think that they missed out on this episode was having a post credit scene where the Deep actually goes on Sean Hannity, and we see how bad he was on Sean Hannity. And I think that was, like, kind of a missed, uh, missed moment. That, that would have been fantastic. No way Sean yeah. Hannity would have agreed to that. But getting, like, uh, a lookalike is... or doing Cameron Coleman. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're running out things to do with him, but at the same time, he's like, you know, it's, it's never been the seven. It's always been the six. It's like, you know, so Homelander, Blackmore, Maeve, A-Train, Deep, and Starlight. I've always been like the six team members that have still stuck around since the first season. And it's funny because there have never been like seven team members unless, uh, except like first episode and like one episode this season. <laughs> they automatically kill off uh, a team member, you know, um, when uh, there's actually seven members, so um, it would be weird, I guess, because they would have to add two two new team members um, next season if they kill them off, though. But um, I don't that know. turnover but, uh, rate, the turnover rate in that team is super high. It's but it's like Spinal Tap Strummer, right? <laughs> just keeps just keeps flowing <laughs> through. Well, I doubt Maeve is gonna die, at least not yet, because yep. it seems like Homelander oh. needs her alive. Oh, and how about she's... him saying, "Yeah, he's gonna take her eggs." Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's like, gonna I'm not going to rape alive. you. I am going to harvest your eggs. <laughs> I am going to harvest your eggs. Yeah. Though. 
which is preferable, uh, I would imagine, but still terrible, like awful. But she has one of the best lines. She's like, even though I'm locked up, it's still one of the top three days of my life. This is the first time I've ever seen you scared. And I was like, oh, yeah. good line, Maeve. I was like, damn. I was, waiting, I was ready for Homeland to just like eye laser her right there on the spot and be like, oh, damn it, my anger fucked up my big plans again. I also loved how a Homelander had Soldier Boy PTSD. <laughs> like when he's looking at that crowd. Oh, we're going to right. Yeah, yeah and see Soldier Boy. Yeah, and some of the people noticed that. Like, oh, what's he about to do? Oh, yeah, he's just like, oh, and this is, uh, who's the president's guy? The, uh, Robert. Jim Beaver. Is, yeah, yeah, this is vote for him. He's guy great. I'm endorsing. He's kind of like just talking about Starlight the entire time, and then, like, he's like, oh, uh, vote for this guy. And then he goes hey, so back to milk a cow. This yeah. is a good time to introduce this. <laughs> Him in the uh, I didn't know this. There are some some areas on Reddit, what the cool kids call subreddits. There there are some areas on these the boys fan page subreddits uh, that were basically ran and maintained by very right winged uh, moderators and content providers, like people who posted. And so like. You know, we've all, like, loved this show, and we all knew Homelander was a piece of shit since, like, episode one, like, or two, right? Uh, but apparently there's this whole community that thought Homelander was always the good guy and didn't figure out that Homelander is the series' bad guy until, like, this last episode, the episode before last, and they're, like, freaking out online. Is this the same Hello, really? that was upset about Rage Against the Machine being political? Yeah, Ooh, it's uh, like that kind machine. of. When did they mention that? That line was in this episode. Who was who said it? I forgot. Or am I completely off? Did they mention Rage Against the Machine in this episode? I don't remember that. I just think Matt was talking about okay, how we like, people were upset. Like Rage Against the Machines was a. Uh, you know, people were upset that they were political, but really, again, oh. they were always political but yeah so like, it's just it just was one i didn't know that people out there thought homelander was the good guy and like like they're like guys there are people out there who thought the boys like butcher and huey thought they were the bad guys in the show and that homelander was the good guy oh wow and that's well, just that's crazy the, to me that's, that's even after thinks, season two that's what they're that's what they're right exactly everybody. and it just turns out like there's like this small subsect on there uh on the TV or in real life that believe that too. Well, I think George Carlin, God rest his soul, said it best when he said, imagine the dumbest person you know that you've ever met in your whole life and then realize that 50% of America is dumber than that. <laughs> yeah, I think, what's the guy name? Uh, who's um, Mother Milk, Mother's Milk, um, her, his ex-wife's husband with his name Todd yeah and he's Ooh. like he's yeah, very he's pro like Homelander he was at the rally yeah, very he pro punched right in the it, face he gives me kind of Robbie vibes I'm not gonna right lie I don't know why what Robbie vibes no way what do you mean no that's that's wow. furthest from the Robbie that's furthest from the Robbie yeah just kidding just kidding <laughs> uh no Robbie's Robbie who is Rob Rob's more like Huey Right? Rob's like a really good guy, but like if you kick Rob in the nuts enough times, he will get mad enough to kick you in the nuts back. Yeah. But it's a couple it's a couple of taps. Rob's, Rob's got, nice guy. Yeah, Rob's got a really great demeanor. Uh I, I would say. Much better than Butcher. 
right? Who's a real son of a bitch? Uh, it's finds all about out, swinging first. The butcher finds out that compound B is lethal, and yeah, three to five doses sh- doesn't share it with Huey. He's on he's on dose four, isn't he? Probably more uh, than that. Three or four. Like, I'd say like he's four and or Huey's five on three. Point, so he already knows he's dead, and Huey should be on dose three. And he's yeah, and he doesn't tell Huey. It just says we're gonna take this. It, dude it really kind of just shows, just like you know, same thing with like uh, letting Soldier Boy live or like uh, knocking not mo- knocking Mother's Milk out, but like he's, he's willing to put his team members above under the mission. Like the mission's always or his revenge against Homelander. Like it takes number one spot. Yeah, and, and the, his, the yeah. mission priorities. above everything. Like you know, and also the team members, like especially like Miko. Remember in the episode with um where they go to Russia, he was like she was expendable. Mother's milk was expendable, and now he was expendable. Just take out Homelander. So they're really all. Cool. So there's also the point with uh, when they were fighting uh, Soldier Boy. I mean, Soldier Boy was helping him fight Homelander, and he tells him to get out of there. And he sees that Huey's ready to just like die for that if he had to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but it's kind of funny because like remember like when Hugh when like Huey found out uh, Newman, Victoria Newman was a um, a head pop, the head popper. He told I think he told. Um, butcher immediately even though he didn't want yeah. to so that was like an interesting that was interesting like oh he's gonna tell because the way it made it look like he was gonna tell huey the truth but he was like nope nope gotta take hey guys hold on i i have an interesting question to pose to you all in regards to this would you take temporary v if somebody was like hey we got this safe space we got ideal conditions you know here's some you know temporary compound v I wonder what superpower you end up Is it Sounds lethal? like the LSD experiment in college. Does it still have the bad side effects that kill you? Because if so, then I'll just take the regular compound V. But I think yeah, like the moral of the story is deal. here you is get that... Three hits no, 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 but that's not the deal. <laughs> Would you take the temp V? No. No, because it kind of like Kind of like going on a thrill ride, you know what I mean? Like... You know, that's a good point. I could see how much crime I could commit on one dose. See how much money I could like if I could like rob all the banks. If I was like teleporting, I would just take one one dose of compound B, and I guess I would just you know become, yeah, but all become the world's are traceable, greatest though, so They'd be able to catch you once your your teleportation wore off. Oh, see, that's the thing. Yeah, I just steal. I just steal one day. They, I just wear a face mask. They'll never know who. Oh, but I, I te- when the I, bills are traceable, when I teleport, though. I'm naked. So once you spend them, they'll know they'll be able to find you. Oh uh, yeah, forced. You're talking to Unless the wrong you guy. Get Maybe three power. weeks ago, but I have seen season one of Ozark. All right, I know how to launder <laughs> money now, so I'm not worried about well, these. these the issue bills. isn't that the money that the the cartel has is traceable. The issue is can they make it seem legal, like it was obtained legally. It's a different issue. Yeah, yeah. I've, I know. It was a joke. It was it was a joke for the podcast. What you want to do is have it has the money. What you want to do is like what they did on Goodfellas, had the money exchanged for French money overseas in a military base and have it re, re-exchanged for American money. That way it's untraceable. I mean, that's a good idea. The euro is uh, at like a 20-year low Watch Goodfellas um, at the time of this recording, uh, and it's in parity with the U.S. dollar. So dollar you know, if you're planning on going... If you're planning on going to oh, correct, yeah. if you're planning on going to Europe in the next five years, uh, it might be time to hit that bank and start grabbing some euros over the next two years. Just start saving up some while the exchange rate's good. I have like a, a buck twenty-five in euros from Ireland still in my in my dresser drawer. It's only a dollar so twenty it's... now. Damn inflation! Damn. Hey, do you think Mindstorm cares about inflation? 
Nah, no, because he, he lives in the woods. Yeah, he's basically like Unabomber. He's uh, kind of this guy's own shack, right? Yeah. He's got yeah, that guy is like insanely powerful. That's an, that's he's over. Only if he makes eye contacts. They were all they should have done is like wore sunglasses. I don't realize right, right. how it was a race between Huey and uh, Soldier Boy to see mm -hmm. who could get to Mindstorm first. Because like it and would be ironic if Butcher died like that. If Soldier Boy just left him to die, because Butcher would leave him to die for the mission, right? Soldier's gonna soldier, and I don't think Butcher would have yeah. minded that. But luckily, Huey saved Butcher's life. Because she was an idiot. But, yeah. but uh, does anyone does anyone save Mindstorm's life? No. Well, I think Soldier Boy yeah. too much. Too much putting into that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, thought that was a good scene. I'm, I'm glad that Huey saved Butcher. I thought like if Mindstorm just died or if he was killed by Soldier Boy, then uh, Butcher would just snap out of it. But I guess that wasn't the case. Yeah, I guess that's... his spell still works after he's dead. So, um, yeah. So, what else had this episode? I guess uh, Homelander and Victoria Newman oh, teamed I mean, up. Do you guys want to talk about the big reveal at the end of the episode? Uh, let's do the Victoria Newman mind? thing. Okay, that wasn't the... that wasn't as interesting, but it was still. All right. I, it's probably gonna like filter into the next episode. So, um, she she didn't she failed to get Starlight um, to work for her, and now she's trying to. I guess uh, approach Homelander with a similar deal, um, and uh, yeah, so he um, choked her out a little bit, and then uh, that scene yeah. ended. Yeah, that let's talk really about the, the reveal at the end. Yeah, that, that, was, that was really interesting. I mean, uh, what's his name? Who plays hey, Homelander? He gets a um, call from Soldier Boy. Hey, whatever. Wait, Adam. no, Forrest. I was I was deeply enthralled. What what then happened next? Uh, I don't remember the scene ended. I think like oh. just like you know, she was like you know you're losing it, and then no, he, force. he freaked no, 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 out. We'll skip to the reveal. We'll, we'll... Oh, when she uh, uh, she had him on live video. <laughs> She's like you're not supposed. No, to... that was Starlight. That wasn't Newman though. That was oh. a different scene. But oh, yeah, we yeah, can you're... bring that up. Wait, Newman from Seinfeld? No wait. Yep. Okay. So anyway, what Rob is talking about is that uh, <laughs> Homelander confronts Starlight, mm -hmm. right? And she yeah. is just the wrong choke she... scene. Is when pressured, is yeah, right. She she's choking oh, wait, no, she on the grasp. She yeah, she didn't. Right she... on on the air that Homelander breathes, and she's had enough, right? Uh, so she calls out Homelander, and Homelander is just being a complete scumbag. And then she just like whips out that phone. And it's like ah, I'm recording. Like say hello to my Not 190 million followers. Definitely right? one of the oldest tricks in the book. Oldest Although like it's, in it's, the book. it's it's interesting. It's enhanced by the fact that you can like stream live to millions of people. Yeah, now, I think it's just really like, good, though. Like, Anthony Starlight, Homelander was like, oh, Starlight, you know you're not supposed to record us running our lines. Like, he's going yeah. to he's gonna be able to get, get out of it. this. It's kind of like, you know, if he had just, like, had a tape recorder, he could just, like, snatch it around and, like, destroyed it. But, like, everyone's already seen yeah, it. Yeah, when you're live streaming, like, yeah, it's it's in the cloud already. It's too late for that. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, good damage somebody control. Out there we'll see if it, if it pays off. Spread. Um... Uh, so Matt, to... if you're not the father, then why are we on this set of Murray right now? <laughs> so basically, we learn at the end um, as to why we will not be seeing Soldier Boy fight Homelander again. So it's a good enough twist that changes the last episode. It makes me wonder if yeah, it's not uh, going to be that easy. Is exactly Soldier Boy. 
So, so now is like, Cindy's going to come back somehow. And who is uh, Cindy? Can you remind? Uh, can you remind the listeners at home? Yeah, the one who got set free from that uh, when they were testing it on testing V on adults. Now was that that was way early it. season two, right? Yeah, and they last we saw was she. We thought uh, Stormfront took her out, and then we see her after credits uh, hitchhiking, and we don't know where she is now. So I think they're gonna have to like hire Love Sausage instead of Soldier Boy next episode. I, I think you're overthinking it, Robbie. It's because possible. I mean, they're she's got to come back, or, no. or are they just letting her? And hey, Robbie, already, no. Robbie, we're on a podcast. Gosh darn it! You overthink the hell out of this, and then you record yeah. an episode. There are you too many shows with shaped with women with shaped heads as disex machinas, yeah. with overly so, powerful women with shaped heads. I think so here's shows thing. like that. Is yeah, Robbie ahead, to counteract man. your conclusion? Spoiler alert: Soldier Boy had some samples taken from him and his Homelander's uh, father. And I loved that scene on the phone at the end to end uh, that. And that's part of the reason why he's sent to the Russians is because Homelander can fly. He's the same hero, but he can fly. Now, what I think it's going is Homelander and Soldier Boy are gonna team up. And when they're fighting Starlight and the crew, Homelander is going to turn on Soldier Boy in a moment of weakness and kill Soldier Boy because ultimately he's the ultimate power. So I think that's the more likely so, scenario. No, it speaks to Homelander's character how he has to be number one. So yeah, and well, well Soldier, Soldier Boy, Boy, Soldier Boy said he he wouldn't mind his son taking the spot. He's like, I would have just like let you take the spotlight, you know, yeah. myself. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. I think. Maybe Homelander's gonna kill Soldier Boy regardless, just because of that footage of him killing all those people in um, New York City. So he's just like too much of a liability. Ooh, um, what if Ryan point. kills? Mm. What if Ryan kills Soldier Boy? Right. So Soldier oh, Boy and Home- well, Soldier Boy and Homelander go to find Ryan. Right. That way we can get three generations of super 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 shitty heroes. Uh, and then the boys are there with Starlight to to defend Ryan. Right, because we see, oh, because we see Victoria Newman give Homelander, she was getting choked out, and she gave him that piece of paper on it with an address, so that's probably where Ryan is. Um, and, and we are uh, all forgetting yeah. about Kimiko having her powers back, and how Frenchie missed her orgasm and didn't really seem to be that upset about it. Yeah, well, we got to talk about the that biggest... That was a weird or... line, for sure, when he was like, oh, I can't believe I missed her orgasm. That's a shame. They also, he also found out how to take out Soldier Boy because it wasn't uh, knockout gas. It was nerve gas. It was the vapor. The vapor, the, yeah. Not the Soldier Boy, yeah. Let me ask you this, guys. Let's play a fun game of hypothetical. Let's imagine the boys are getting ready for this big battle with uh, Homelander and Soldier Boy against the boys. Uh, and Frenchie and Mother's Milk decide to take V24. What do you guys think their superpowers will be, or would be? Uh, uh, what I about think, you first? Um, Mother's milk is going to become a uh, a human puddle of milk, and then uh, <laughs> okay, French. Yeah, yeah, he's going to go uh, with the name. Frenchie's going to um, become like the next love sausage. Because I was waiting for you to be like uh, turns into a baguette. I was waiting for something like that. <laughs> Even better, like take the form of baguette. Take the no! form of milk. 
sort of like the wonder. So like, you know, baguettes taste great in milk. Ugh. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe cheese. Maybe mother's milk becomes cheese and then Fritchie steals like the, it them away. Like, it becomes like the thing, but like made of cheese. What about you, Rod? Tip? What do you think Frenchie uh, and Mother's Milk superpowers would be? I think Frenchie would become um, very, like, fluidly flexible. Agreed. Like Mr. Fantastic. Agreed. And then, yep. and yeah, kind of ish, yeah. And then. Um, I was thinking. And then. Now you have to uh, think of another one. Mother's Milk will die. You think Mother's Milk would die from a we'll bad die. reaction? Yeah, I don't think yeah. Gonna just, kill just the morals. I'm just maybe. Well, we got... I mean, you know, spoiler alert—they do in the comics. Uh, Ma- Let's go to Robbie. Oh God, do I don't say it? I'm Robbie, gonna, what do uh, what do you think their superpowers would be? I mean, what mother's look at Mother's Milk's arms, right? But, Big old um, arms. You think he's gonna maybe, get some jack? It arms? seems like. It seems like super strength is kind of standard, and maybe he just like adds to it. Right. I was thinking super strength. But that's so boring. What if he? What if he basically becomes like an immovable object? Like hey. Ooh, I like juggernaut. that. How about this? You know how yeah, he's had two. A mother's milk bitch. He's had two run-ins <laughs> with love sausage. What if his, What to... if he took oh, compound some... V and he gets like a huge fucking dick? What if he becomes oh, like the next God. love That'd sausage? That'd be way too the, stereotypical. The thing that, the thing that he hated. Like, oh yes. I know. What if big tits? What, what, what if these? And he starts lactating. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what. Now Frenchie you know why they call me mother's Maybe milk. Mother's milk. She gets the ability to like make milk, all kinds of stuff. You know who has all the anything. answers? Is Matt, and that's why I saved the best or, for last. I mean, he could he could have some kind of acidic milk spewing. Oh, wait, ma- did you go memorial? Oh, some kind well, of you know, stupid his, umbrella cabinet. You know his catchphrase would be? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sort of like, it's sort of like right, it's clobbering so. time. It's more like time for your utter defeat. It's slobbering time. Before I answer this, if you've read the comics, he is called Mother's Milk because his mother was exposed to it when she was pregnant with her twins, one being Mother's Milk. And when they were breastfeeding, his brother got superpowers and ultimately died because of it. So he's called Mother's Milk because of that. As for your answer, uh, Frenchie would definitely be Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, all stretchy and crazy. Okay. And I mentioned him last week and I'm going to mention him again this week because he's one of my favorite characters. But uh, Mother's Milk would definitely be Bishop. Okay. What's Bishop? Uh, He just absorbs kinetic energy? So yeah, he absorbs energy and then gives it right back uh but he's also like one of these futuristic fighters who has guns in the comics as well so he you know time travels. defends himself until he gets all the energy and then can blow the energy back so there's like three mutants in the x-men universe with that power it's like sebastian shaw was the first one then i think it was uh maverick who was on team x wolverine and then it was or um and then it was um bishop so I like that power. That's an interesting power, but I think it's they they used it too often. They use it too much. But um, yeah, well, I, I think they use cool. an umbrella academy. But yeah, I think super point. strength would be just be like pretty boring. I would I would prefer they do some like maybe like invisibility or. Um, but but the fact that like for me Bishop he's a soldier from the future who travels right. back to the past. So that's his start. He just happens to have these powers, and I think that would be perfectly in line of Mother's Milk is a soldier, you know. Who then gets powers? 
What about like not uh, kinetic power, not kinetic energy absor absorption, but matter absorption? Sort of like absorbing man. Whatever he touches, he becomes. Like he touches a brick wall, it becomes a brick wall. I was thinking like about merges, some kind of he merges with the environment. Absorbing yeah. powers. What if he touches himself? He absorbs himself. It's like it's like King Midas. It's sort of like he in turns, Time Cop. Turns into tech matter can't so, occupy so. the same space. Kirby, could, he's could, Kirby. Could King Midas masturbate? No, he could not. Will ever hear of Goldmember? Um, Loud thunder. I don't know if my mic. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I quit after that one. I quit. Uh, I, I say, go. Uh, the right. most vicious character ever in the <laughs> Nintendo series, Kirby. Yeah, that'd be Kirby's fun. like, uh, well, it's sort of like um, the Blob from X Men too. He's like sort of indestructible too. He sucks it's not you that he's in. Fat, it's just powers. his his it's just his power set. He can like. You, you can't hurt him, or I don't know. But yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, a lot, lot of cool powers out there. So it's like, I think just like Butcher has just standard super strength and laser eyes. And I don't think I mean, that'd be candy. pretty, that'd be pretty standard for his pretty standard character. I mean, don't get me wrong, like the acting's great, but like he's not going on some Joan of Arc adventure or whatever. Like, yeah, super, super power, super strength would be like on par for the character. Yeah. And if I'm remembering the comics correctly, none of them have, none of them have like unique powers when they're on. Compound V, like they all just have super strength, if I'm correct. Just super generic. And it's all anti Homelander. He gets a piece of Homelander. Yeah. Well, we got to talk if about he, the best part about the episode, which was a Black Noir's uh, uh, fever dream with the animated animals. Oh now, my is that gosh. a fever dream, uh, or did Homelander so, beat him so badly he's permanently brain damaged? No, it was Soldier uh, Boy. So, uh, I was thinking uh, it was, was part actually of the brain or Soldier Boy. Yeah. I was actually well, he reading said an article that. Um, discussed it with the director and uh, creator of the episode and what he said oh, just is spoil it just give it away a a we've already <laughs> cut out uh a lot of you know uh, uh the side stories where black noir has seen these characters in the past in episode three he's seen drawing the beaver um but yeah. really what he uh... said is the only way to present this was in some sort of flashback but because in episode three we already had a flashback you know, he didn't want to repeat himself of going back to that same day, but seeing it from a different vision because he didn't want to bore the audience. He right. also wanted to keep this very serious theme, you know, somewhat comedic, but also giving him his backstory in full in a way that's not just this generic flashback. I like yeah. how they kept the voice actors when they were playing those parts. Yeah, I did like like yeah. you know, cuz you thought from like episode 3 that he just got hit by a bomb, that's why his face was burned, but then you found out oh, really soldier boy like that was a good twist. face against like a hot surface. Um and then popped his brain out. But yeah. yeah, with the shield and you saw how heavy that shield was when uh, it, well, he it, tried to lift it up. Yeah, it's a callback shield. to uh Captain America. There with that shield bash, the standing his shield over. Is, his, yeah, yeah talking about that was Captain Winter like, Soldier boy. Yeah, when he takes yeah, it, when he, yeah. when he heads he that it. guy. One time he did it, and then in Civil War, when he's going to do it again to Iron Man, he's like, no, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too sharp. Yeah, that was, so I thought that was dies. great. But Someone's Captain America's gonna die shield next isn't... Episode. Captain America's shield isn't I think really it's going to be Soldier Boy, but... I mean, I think it was pretty much from the start that... Um, uh, Soldier one Boy season was only like a one, one season, season Soldier Boy. He was, it was like a one-season sort of deal. Um, I say Starlight... Yeah. Kimiko and Soldier Boy. Yeah. Um, interesting. I'm interested in 
Yeah, I'm interested because, uh, you know, I know Eric Kripke, who is the showrunner for this show, is also the showrunner for Supernatural. And he wants to bring in James, uh, who's the guy who plays Negan? James Morgan? Jeffrey D. Morgan. And he wants to bring in the other guy, Jared Pilecki, in the show too. So who do you think those characters would play in the comic? Matt, you've read the comic. I'm thinking like Tech Knight would be one of them because we haven't seen Tech Knight yet. Oh, that's that's rough, you know? Um, I like that answer. Also, we haven't seen Jack from Jupiter. We saw like a, a cameo with him. like I think like a porno actor was playing him. But we, never, we haven't seen him like for real. So I'm wondering if he's going to be added next season. You don't remind me, and I'll get back to that question next week, because I feel like that, that deserves some research now that I think about it. Yeah, so I I'm think... Sorry. Um, is are you thinking Jeffrey Dean Morgan for Tech Knight? Because I think that is perfect casting. No, I agree yeah. with that one. And maybe Jared Pilecki as Jack from Jupiter. I've only read through boys up to the part where they're fighting payback, and I think Butcher bit off Soldier Boy's nose. So I wonder if they're going to do that. I wonder if they're going to replicate that next week. Uh uh, That'd be fun. That'd be well, I am in the episode, but in the comic, spoiler. So, sorry. I'm spoiling this comic for everyone. Um, well, I mean... Paul Ray got the big twist at the end. So, yeah. Well, I, I don't think they're going to go through with that one. I think it's obvious that yeah, that's, uh, that's, Black Noir I'm, isn't. I'm kind of glad they're doing a different ending. So, what, what do you guys think Black Noir is going to actually do? I mean, obviously, like, they can just get slapped around by the well, guys. Well, he's going you know to have he another doesn't... rematch with Soldier Boy. Do you think he's he gonna die seem instantly? As as he is in the, yeah, I think he's just gonna die instantly. He's gonna walk up, he's gonna march like badass, like he's gonna like face his fears and take on Soldier Boy and then just get uh, slaughtered. Do, do, do it in. Maybe Homelander? I bet Homelander like Homelander finds like Homelander betrays Black Noir for a soldier Ooh. and like leads him to Soldier Boy, I think, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that'd be uh it's gonna be a great finale, though. Yeah, you know, because Black Noir has been betrayed before by the Homelander-esque like character, Soldier Boy. I'm, I'm just sad it's only eight, eight, eight episodes; just not enough, you know. Oh, but I so. understand, like you know, the smaller the episode count, the better, the more money they can pump into each episode. So, yeah. I, and just I the think... tighter story. And this has been a tight story. It's been amazing. I think yeah. either Black Noir is killed in like one second, or he survives completely. Like I, it could go either way where he's he survives and is a non-factor yeah you guys oh, hear that you guys heard you that think? here first no no that is a zeitgeist zealous exclusive black noir you heard it here first guys if you quote us if if you use this as a source all we ask is you just quote us right you heard it from matt first black noir season finale either lives or dies main headline i think i think i'll put in the poll <laughs> Uh, what I'm saying is, I know, I know what you're saying. I'm just I can totally you. see it with the boys to kill him off in one second to build up this whole story because that is just the boys. That's but such I can a totally fuck you. Yeah, that would where suck. He initiates the fight <laughs> and then just becomes a non-factor because this chaos ensues, and then you yeah. get that black noir is there. So and ends up and then, and then he pops up and distracts him at the last second or something. I hope yeah, so. so. After all the animation, you know, they've got to do yeah. something. Hey, what do you guys think also... about what's going to happen with Victoria Newman's daughter? Um, yeah, I guess we'll have to see what's going to happen. Yeah, gonna they didn't for... reveal that. Her and Ryan, Homelander's son, uh, are going to fall in love, and uh, they're going to be a love story in season nine. Oh. Let's say, um,. It's hey, I don't think we—I don't think we can pay for the licensing right for that Seinfeld. Just you know, 
Oh um, yeah, great. The YouTube filter is gonna kill us. Whoever's playing yeah. Snapchat in the background. Um, they just heard that. They just heard that bass line. Oh, there goes the monetization. Yeah. So really quick, I I find it interesting this whole series. You know, kind of last point on the boys. How A Train's character has, you know, uh, his character arc this season. Yeah. How he ends up with the heart of the guy he hates. Oh yeah, Blue, Blue Hawk's heart. And you know what that reminds me of? All of a sudden, they're gonna do. A, a, finally, they're gonna do his own movie. So he's getting everything he wants: a new heart, movie, and it's all wrong. Yeah, well, it it's reminds me of that episode of Oz where, um, you know, in that show, there's yeah. the neo Nazis in the prison, and I think one of them gets an operation for some new gums, and the gums were from a uh, black donor. So the other yep. neo Nazis kick him out of the group because he has black gums. And I think he like tries to remove them. It's pretty, um, oh my, ruling. God. But yeah, <laughs> it's just like you know when you're when you're a racist awesome or not, right? it turns out racist. But but it's like you know when you, someone you hate is it like now inside of you. Or like you owe your life to them. That's gotta be like a, a real like you know um, mess with your mind. So, but yeah, I like uh, I like that. Um, it's sort of like you know, be careful what you wish for. You want you want him dead, but it cost him. You know, now he's like permanently part of him now. So, and I will say this for everybody listening: Oz is definitely a show worth revisiting. The first few episodes are a little clunky, but still to this day, it's an awesome series, and you'll be blown away with some of the actors in the late '90s in this show. Would you say it was an awesome show? Yeah, and plus, you know, like late two thousand eight was like a you know early early uh, show with um, you know uh, prominent gay characters, a lot of very diverse cast because you had like you had the blacks, you had the Italians, you had the um, the uh, Latinos, you had you know the Irish gang, like all the gangs, like the Muslims, um, you know, um, you know, just all the like so much diverse, like such a diverse cast. So it was really ahead of its time, um, from what I've seen. But yeah, also um, J.K. Simmons plays uh, Oz. Oz it has nothing to do with the Wizard of Oz. Um, <laughs> kind of, it's kind of the exact opposite of the Wizard of Oz. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, J.K. Simmons, who plays uh, J. Jonah Jemison, is the Nazi leader in that show. So it's like a complete like 180 from uh, what you would expect him to be in. So, but yeah, uh, back to the boys. Um, I don't really have. Um, anything else um i had a mute tip because seinfeld was well it should not shut up um yeah <laughs> i think um what is it um yeah great show so i've really nothing else um how about we move on to miss marvel i marvel at the boys so maybe we should talk about something also that's also marvelous miss marvel see the segues write themselves people um so yeah this episode she goes to karachi Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, Karachi. Karachi to visit her grandmother. And I gotta say, like, her mother is the worst, like, uh, Kamala's mother is the worst disciplinarian of all time. Like, you know, A, she runs she runs away from home to go to a convention they told her not to. They don't even ground her. And then she <laughs> ruins then she ruins her brother's wedding. And she gets a trip to Pakistan. And then she gets to take a trip to Pakistan. Now, I think that's because and then she's like, her know, grandmother or her mother told her that they need to come. Yeah, but it's so not like, like your you know, she's grounded in Pakistan. She's like, oh, go play with her cousins. Like, that's yeah, not exactly. punishment. So, like, her mother is a terrible disciplinarian, so... Um, and you know what? That creates terrible superheroes, and that's how you get the boys. Right? Yeah. Super, superheroes exactly. need discipline. That mom needs she's to bring down that, that diamond hand, that diamond backhand. Yeah, so... Uh, but, yeah, this episode I thought was uh, interesting. You know, I, 
I had no idea that Karachi was the capital of Pakistan. I had no idea what the capital of Pakistan is. So this this show is definitely teaching me a lot, a lot. Like I knew like I love it. Pakistan broke off from India, but I didn't know Bangladesh did too. Um, during part- I didn't really like know the big event like partition that was the cause of it. And uh, I do like like all the Middle Eastern history that were, well, I guess Middle Eastern South South Asian history because India is technically and South Asian. I just want to point East. out, this is this doesn't matter, but I just want to point out we all, all have college degrees. We all had to take a, like two world history classes. Like the fact that this isn't like the fact that this isn't like well known. Like that I can't just be like like quote like parts of this of history. Like I can't other parts. I think sums up best by like. Uh, her best friend when she was talking about in class that they spend weeks talking about ancient Greece and ancient Rome and they spend five minutes talking about ancient Persia and the Persian Empire well that that's kind of fair because ancient Greece and ancient Rome have significant cultural influence on our date like they in our day to day democracy life and well, yeah, yeah I mean, but that's however, because however that's, living. that's only because that's what we know if we had more cultural Precisely. influence from other cultures then they might have more of an impact on our culture like america yeah, I know, is like, like a, uh, a pot. babylon and ancient persia i guess baghdad used to be like you know the most advanced cities on the planet while like we were like swimming in our own poop in europe during the middle ages so I, I think I, I know like uh, European royalty would send their uh, sons and I don't know, I guess, I guess their sons to the universities in the Middle East and, you know, Baghdad to learn. And I think, you know, that's where we learned plumbing was uh, the Middle East, although we had in like ancient Rome, but we forgot about it in the Middle East. So, but yeah, go ahead, Matt, finish your thought. Islamabad, by the way, that's all I wanted to say. It's the one guy who has a degree in history. Uh, Islamabad. Islamabad? And for those who don't have a degree in history, what is that word? It is the capital of Pakistan. Ah, okay. Oh, so, so it's not, not so Karachi is like the biggest city. Pakistan is just a city. It's a city. Okay. I thought I don't know. I guess I yeah. That really shows just how ignorant we are. We just don't like. Oh, uh, Karachi! It must be the capital of Pakistan. Well, Mahatma Gandhi once fasted for uh, nearly twenty-one days uh, to end the. The violence between the um, the Muslim factions and the uh, Islamic um, uh, actually uh, Karachi, full, wait, full, so he, uh, not, to say, not to say it's a city. It is actually, I believe, the largest city. It is. I was gonna say Karachi kind of is like, the largest city in Pakistan. In okay. The violence between kind of like Muslims and the Islamic the factions. D- DC. Yeah. Uh, oh, so I mean, what we would call that in the states is a queen city. Here's a fun fact for you guys: a queen city is when a city has a larger population than its capital. Of older gay men, right? So, like, Charlotte, North Carolina is the queen city, <laughs> not because of it was named after Queen Charlotte, but because it has a larger population than Raleigh, the actual capital of North Carolina. Oh, so, like, when a city is bigger than the, it's bigger than the capital, it's called yeah, a queen it's a, city. Yeah, it's called a queen city. Because the king uh, city is the capital, but it's smaller. Boom. Okay. That's it. What? And Karachi, uh, Pretty much the same... Karachi is the 12th largest city in the world um, as of is, 2019. Is Dallas a queen city because Houston's the capital? I don't know. Dallas uh, is I'll start a, I'll Austin, start a population podcast God, and I'll ask you. Austin's the capital of Texas? Really? That was yes. Houston because of uh, the Alamo. Sam Houston. No. Oh, here's a fun one. What's the well, capital? The, I mean, the point stands. Dallas is bigger than both of them. Dallas is not the capital is what I mean, right? Houston is the largest city, followed by San Antonio, followed by Dallas. 
Houston's the biggest city? Yeah. As of 2022. Oh, but it's still not the capital, is what I'm saying. So is Houston a queen city? Yes. So by definition, it would be a queen city. Houston is bigger than Dallas. Wow. Uh, yeah. Olympia there, major. Olympia. Uh, you're not supposed to answer. I love it when people say Seattle. Is Olympia in it Texas? Makes, it makes me feel better. No, Olympia is the capital of Washington. It makes me feel better. That reminds me of a, a dad joke. How do you pronounce the uh, uh, capital of Louisiana? Is it New Orleans or Nolens? Nolens. See, I so pronounce I get... it Baton Rouge. How do you I pronounce, pronounce it? it? Never been. Um, Baton so Rouge. I guess Seattle. Seattle is the Queen City then of Washington, right? If Olympia is the cap, I thought. Yeah. And we just lost all of our viewers because we've we've deviated. We don't know geography. We don't know geography. Anywhere I'm on the planet. Guys about Pakistan, Texas. Louis, so, Louis Mar- apparently, we're very interested in Miss Marvel. That's the bottom line. Is- oh, yeah, yeah. Miss yeah. so, <laughs> Marvel is so good. Everything. We've deviated Everything the U.S. capitals. I can't yeah. wait what to get talk about Red Dagger. <laughs> is Karachi the capital? So Red so, Dagger made his MCU debut. You know, definitely the biggest um, debut of a character, most anticipated debut since Black Panther in Civil War, I'm sure. Yeah, I knew nothing about this character. Is, is that sarcasm? I've never heard this Red Dagger character before. Okay, yeah. I want to make sure I just wasn't like missing. Well, par- well apparently uh, he is like the, the Black Panther. He is like the Black Panther of Pakistan, though, because apparently it's like a it's a title that's passed down, maybe not from father to son, but it's like apparently there's like a whole um, cadre a whole of Red Daggers. So that was kind of interesting. I really wish we went they they delved more into that because that was like way more interesting than like you know the the rest uh, of the did, episode. Did, Forrest, did you get to see his uh, red dagger? Yes, you no, saw several of his daggers. Not on Disney uh, Plus. And I'm not taking the bait because they were actual knives, <laughs> not anything else. Uh, but yeah, so what's funny to me is that everyone's like, you can't criticize a show because it's a kids show, and yet we saw several men get skewered by daggers. So this is no longer a kid's show anymore. It's a violent. Wait, wait a second. I mean, what is the kid's show these days? Because, I mean, kids like 12, right? Because no they're on getting Instagram killed. where there's like, you, I mean, like what is, I'm just afraid to be a dad. That's a different rant. I'm just worried. How do you, yeah. how, do you protect your, how do you protect your, how do you protect your children? I don't know. Like no parental I mean, you would, you would think that, uh, you know, a kid's show, like <laughs> you would never see like anyone getting stabbed to death on that so Raven. Or um, was it the, Very the Wizarding true. World, the Wizarding Very World of true. those twins? Or um, and I don't think anyone got stabbed in Chippendale. Not Keenan Kelf. That's like a way older show. Like I never watched him. Like yeah, she's I, I watched that so Raven a little bit. But, okay, uh, boomer. Yeah, I know. you watched that so Raven. You're so old. It's Kim, Kim Possible. My uh, my. Google I did like Kim Possible. Yeah. Lit up thing I said. Did they make uh, like a live action Kim Possible that like, and then like no one ever spoke of it again? Until now, I never saw I know, it. I, was I, like, yeah, I heard I it was like awful. And I don't like... care. Uh, again, uh, as Tip pointed out, who cares about Mrs. Marvel? We we we've already derailed from getting back on the train. See what I did there? Let's move wow. on. We derailed from derailment. Well, let's let's talk about a little more about like your great. So, uh, uh, I guess who was the guy Walid? Was talking about like the history of the the was it the was yeah, called talking about like her genetics. I'm so ignorant and white. Was it called and the, how the, they can shape the, the nor? Oh, the bangle. Yeah, yeah. So it's like what they call the clandestines. Clandestines. So it's just like you know, yeah. what is happening? I wouldn't mind them so much. Like they're basically like they're they're discount Eternals slash discount um, 
as guardians, it seems. But, yeah, but they're from, like, get a them better dimension? costumes. They're just like they just like wear regular clothes. Like, could you not get them like some you know eternal like costumes or some Asgardian like costumes? They're just like people walking around normal clothes with these like really weird, uh, vague weapons. Like, I'm not but even they... sure what the main the main bad guy, the main villainess's weapons are. Like, she has these little knives, right? I think the whole point is like they're blending in, right? Like their weapons are very nonchalant, like necklaces and belts, right? And their clothes aren't are, are nonchalant as well. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they could be more interesting. Like they, just like, they just need like they just need like give them more. I mean, they want to get home. Oh, from a writing perspective, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we get their we get their motivation. I guess. I mean, it's not really an original one, but Do they we? want to go home. No, it sounds and like they want to like destroy our world by bringing their world by, into our by world. Go, by basically by going home. They'll destroy a world, is what they're good. They're getting at. Yeah, I, like, I don't understand. I don't care. I'm not coming back. Yet. Exactly. Yeah, that's their whole. That's their whole. That's why they're evil. Is because they want to. They they don't care. They're going to destroy our world to get home. It's like, can you not like get on the Bifrost or something? No, or it's just, a different dimension. Whatever that. Or means. since you're immortal, you can probably just like invest in the stock market, wait 50 years, you just and then make like, your own have, bangle. Exactly. Now we uh, saw some. There's some, some inscription on that bangle that uh, was mentioned in like episode two, but they never translated it. And then we finally get it translated here. It was written and it's in Urdu. Like, yeah, so it's like, watch out. You, you might become what you seek or something like that. You, oh, you I totally forgot about saw. that. Um, this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic episode. Just chock full of <laughs> I mean, as, of it's action. probably the best episode of the four, which I guess is not saying much, but. You think so? I thought this was the least strong episode. I like this one the most because basically it was, you know, wow. You don't remember heavily, anything about this, this episode. This show is, is it's, your favorite one. Focus, it shows that strong because it focuses on the Pakistani aspect and like the the actual cultural aspects of Pakistan rather than the actual superhero stuff, like I've said. Like the stuff wow, where that's... they escaped prison was lame. And he was like, no, you stay here. You wait on these stairs until we walk a fair distance away, then you can leave. Like, because you can't yeah. be part of our club anymore. So it was really awkward. He's like, all right, we're out of the prison. You help, we hit, and they helped recommend. It's like, okay, you can't come with us. It's like, can I at least live the prison? Like, no, you have to stay here. So, uh, and then like two of the clandestines died, right? There was the uh, guy with the beard who got killed. Yeah. And then the bald guy who got killed with the whip. So uh, I guess Adam, like the two ladies. Yeah. I don't um, their and, names. And then, so there's this big battle at the end, and uh, the the big bad lady stabs Kamala's bangle. And it looks like they're. You mean? Or do you think they're teleported back in time, or do you think this that's is just what it seemed vision? like? Yeah, they go back to partition time. It seemed like it seemed like they were literally back in time. It seemed like they literally time traveled. Going back in time. They didn't play that song, so that was a, a huge <laughs> waste. Gonna go back. In, was that from Back to the Future? Back in yeah. time. It's so on the nose. Yeah. Um, it really shows you. Miss Marvel really gets my uh, juices flowing because I can just. I think we're really lame on the nose. <laughs> pun like that. Not pun. Uh, I mean, there have been stranger things than that. Uh, yeah, I was going to like call Tip out because I was like, you know, Tip was hey. like, you know, for stranger things have happened. I was like, well, Tip, that's where the, the title comes from. That's that saying. But apparently, <laughs> it, but apparently, I looked online. It does not come from that saying. It comes from um, the book Needful Things by Stephen King. Uh, they just like they just took that title and like made it their own thing. So they went from needful things to stranger things. Didn't and they like, steal the, the font? Uh, they steal the font. Yeah, they got the they got like the font and like you know the idea for the title from needful things. I think apparently like one of the brothers hated that title, 
but they couldn't think of anything else by the time they had a green light. They got greenlit, so they were stuck with Stranger I, Things. If you think about it, Stranger Things is not a great title, and yet it's a phenomenal title. Like, I don't know how else you would call it. It's like, but the show, is, call so, show. is so iconic now that, you know, what else would it be called now? But exactly. Everybody's just, everybody's just accepted it. It, but it's what's like, great is like you know um, the, the title was like so vague like when it first came out like I had no idea what it was about so like people would just like flick it it's like what's this show Stranger Things on Netflix and you know so the title doesn't give away anything except that there are things going on and, and that they are strange, strange. So, and what, uh, the slow pan and the music and the what? the slow the pan and the music yeah dude I mean that, that draws in apparently draws in yeah, I guess I guess whoever uh, published that Needful Things book did not copyright that font <laughs> and are probably, you talking like, about them... Stephen King not Stephen King I guess whoever published Needful Things was it oh, uh, oh, the Scholastic of it. I doubt Scholastic publishes Stephen King books uh, but Scholastic uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Stephen King for kids you know like a bridge he's, version he's from coming to a book fair near you yeah, they probably take out like maybe like the abridged versions of like it take out the child orgy, you know. Um, well, it's not an orgy in the book. It's like they run a train on the girl when they're all like, teen, like not teenagers, like twelve year olds. It's really weird. It's really messed up. He was very drunk when he wrote that. Stephen King. So, and more copyright infringement. Still got that. Still Seinfeld, got that. Frazier, yeah. but, or, I mean, <laughs> no, I, what? It's, <laughs> it's all the way. I, I, You've ruined any chance of us monetizing this episode. So just or have a TV while we're doing a podcast. I know, I'm in another room. I told told them to turn it down. What are what are our fans gonna think of us when one of us watches Seinfeld? I mean in the middle like yeah, I wouldn't listen to this podcast. Well it's it's not that they're gonna think less of us. They're it's just like the copyright police are gonna like be in our butts. And they're not gonna like they're gonna like take our, our stuff down. But I don't know. We'll see. Well, that I think there's like some fair listen. use. There's like some fair use clause where you have like a snippet of some stuff. No, oh, we have to review it. There's you can play up to thirty seconds to review it, and we call it a review. Yeah. Uh, so be, I review Seinfeld ten out of ten. Uh, iconic theme song nine out of ten. I'm just well, Stranger Things. If we put on the background music, that should cover that up. I would hope. Oh yeah, that's true. The question is: Is any of this conversation going to make it into the final cut? Dear God, so <laughs> uh, so Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things, yeah, that was a great episode segue. Episode eight. All right, episode so we can cut that Papa. part out. So, uh, Papa, can you hear me? Oh, and Papa what happens is to dead, Papa? so we can't hear anyone yeah. now. Papa uh, got killed. Spoiler. Man, he was ready to just do whatever he had. To Did you guys like that? I. What? understand the writing and i appreciate the writing like the writers wrote that and like that was like how the situation had to come out right like anything else makes, is not plausible but it, wouldn't have been like it makes I, sense for his character i wanted, I wanted 11 to kill papa so, yeah i mean you, I, you guys, oh, I, I don't think they can have her kill an actual well she did kill those two guys in the helicopter so i guess she can't kill people she kills people all the time she's a she's a bad motherfucker who did she who did she who how many people did she kill before those two helicopter people i mean to be fair they were killing the scientists they they had to go but who did she kill before that i think she snapped uh, two guys neck in the first season like one of the soldiers she snapped yeah two of the guys Oh, okay. oh, I'm not yeah. sure about the soldiers. I was just thinking that, about the very beginning with the scientist. With that van, I don't know who died, so, though. I don't think so, she killed anyone, because I think Dr. Brenner was on that van, right? So can I just... The one thing that annoyed me the most about uh, this episode was you're in a facility, a crazy top-secret facility, 
and your evacuation plan is to have a door that opens up next to your front door. Well, was not it like right next to it? Somewhere two miles, it's not somewhere close. two miles away, in the mountains, away from. Are you talking like, about the prison? The... No, no, I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about where they bring her and Nina because she uh, they pop out and all the scientists are shot because there's a helicopter oh, yeah. hovering there. Like, why is that the escape plan? There why should have been a the... tunnel. Yeah, why is there not like a two mile tunnel to like? Yeah. What if that was the two-way a farther away door? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, this is the 80s, and if you're being yes, attacked by Russians, you're not going to have your escape hatch be right next to the front entrance that's being invaded by Russians. You know, like, uh, it's just... that's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good. Magic point. Magic remind me. Magic remind me what happens pop episode, because shoot. I'm going to try not to spoil things from episode nine. They, they pop out of the tunnel, and, and Pop yeah. is holding, uh, holding her, and they see all the scientists shot dead because the exit for hey, we're being attacked was right next to the front door. <laughs> well, I think, like, did Sullivan, like, go rogue? Because I don't know, who is Brenner working was, for? Is he, like, working he for himself, or is he working for, like, someone higher up? But, but, but so, the whole point is, why have an exit right next to your entrance? Because they didn't expect point. the military to turn on them. Because they were just like, we are the, like, we are the men in black. Like, but, we're, no, like, but it doesn't no matter. Like, you don't create an emergency exit next to your front door. No, and I disagree with that because they're like, emergency, emergency, we're under attack. All personnel flee. They're like over the PA system saying we're under attack. And you don't and like. You see the scientists leave. leave. Yeah. Right where the fucking entrance is. Uh, so, 11. Somebody's going to have to. Somebody's going to have to fire that engineer, man. Well, he's That's dead. All so, I say. He was fired late. with extreme prejudice. Like his name was Anakin Skywalker. He was yeah. fired. Well, I mean, it's uh, interesting. Like, I like Sullivan as a villain, but they really need like more background on him. He's just sort of no, like yeah. a generic. Okay, so 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 that's exact another thing I had an issue with too. I hate Sullivan because his character is so underdeveloped that it's really just like I'm mad. I need to find this person. Let's kill everybody until we can find this person. He's, like, he's basically not... just a plot device. He is like yeah, no depth. Yeah. We don't know anything about he's, him. His past. He's a MacGuffin. You know? Like literally, he just shows up. He wants to end this program and kill everybody. And underdeveloped. End this, that's yeah, it. way too underdeveloped. Especially with a show that, at this rate, is over an hour per episode. The last two episodes yeah. are four hours. Like we could have devoted five minutes an episode, five minutes an episode, you know, to develop his what, character. And yet, what we would still have been don't. great is if like he knew one back in the day, and like one killed a lot of his comrades. Or some fellow soldiers. That's why he wants to take out Eleven because he knows how dangerous these psychics are. It's like something like that would have been great. Yeah, like, he seems pretty determined. Just or anything. maybe like there were psychics before one, and um, you know he dealt with them personally, so he knows how dangerous they are. So I mean, I don't know, something something like that. it could have like been like a like a few minute scene, but yeah, just like he's just like some military guy who wants to know what happened in Hawkins, and yeah. he knows Eleven's behind it, and he has to kill her. So it was like he's very underdeveloped. Yeah. So, but besides like, that, I thought this was a, a phenomenal episode because we find out that uh, Eleven created the Upside Down by defeating one. Um, that was the episode we, before, right? Well, it's at the end and then at the beginning of this because Vecna is running, still running What's-Her-Name through his background. Uh, uh, we find out that the Upside Down is created because of that fight, which is crazy. And the whole idea of Papa saying, what have you done, was not about him... <sighs> upset about, about killing people but creating the upside down essentially yeah so um, opening the door to the upside down yeah or, so maybe not creating but like opening creating that gap 
Um, but do also, you think I that's... Love... Oh, go ahead, Matt. Go, go, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, do you think that he was having one... He was having Eleven look for one? Or do you think he was telling the truth that he wasn't... That he thought one was dead and that... Because remember, he was having like Eleven that. search for people. He was doing oh, a lot of retconning this season. Yeah, she was definitely yeah, looking for one. Yeah, a ton of good retconning this season. I, yeah, so I think, well, there's something honestly, in the last episode I didn't love, but we can discuss that next week. Um, I think okay. honestly, we'll, we'll honestly, that next week. as per episode eight, at least, I really think he fears one and thinks he, he is the most powerful and that Eleven cannot stand up to him. That's why he ends up putting the keeping her there and putting the bomb around her neck and everything, uh, because he is truly fearful of the powers that one has. Yeah, yeah and also, like, like even with shocking. the uh, power dampening collar on, she can still take down a helicopter. So it's just right, like, that's it really shows you how powerful she is. She's able to be like, you know, I mean, she was like depowered a little bit, but, you know, the collar didn't really have much of an effect. Just take out like a helicopter. So the uh, two other quick points I want to make. One is how useless the California crew has been this whole <laughs> season. They're good at showing they up at the right just, time. Yeah, well, I guess like, an episode eight or nine, but... you know, they'll be better. But like, they, 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 you could just like not have any of that, and they would have done the same thing. Um, you uh, just wait, Mister. You Two. just wait. Well, just uh, Two, I mean, just... That, that painting and that allegory that they're going to drop a big bomb. Like, who does he really miss? Um, even when they're in the band, he's discussing how Eleven, you know, views him as a leader, and he misses his friends. But. Um, it, like they hit you with like a hammer over the head with uh, what his true uh, intentions are there. But you're talking about Will? what I want to discuss. Yep. Uh, what I want yeah. to discuss is how do a bunch of older teenagers walk into uh, Rambo worlds and come up with as much munitions as they did. Um, it's America, baby. I, I, I missed yeah. America in the eighties. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Trying to explain to the wife that you know, uh, yeah, in the eighties, uh, it's, um, you could do this. It's it's so yeah. funny because there's like such a controversy over gun laws in this country, but like in this show, it's just like, well, you kind of need guns to take out the monsters, and they're just sort of like a necessary evil. But it was like they didn't, there wasn't really any commentary on like how easy it is. To get yeah, a gun. I mean, it was pretty. I don't think it was really. They just like walk. Like the only tension in that in that scene is like because they run into Jason, the right. um, the basketball. I was going to mention like, that was, that the was like, gun like, store. He's like he's like, he's able to buy like a regular gun, like a you know a revolver, no problem. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. didn't really yeah. seem it didn't really seem like the episode was like just like guns are bad. It was just like you know they needed guns, so they go to a gun shop. It was like it was, like, it was, it was pretty like it was yeah. There's no just, commentary. It was just story related. Yeah, there was yeah, no commentary. No commentary. Yeah. So I will say this though, um, as a, a, a challenge to think of, not a quick answer. You know, for today, but think about this, viewers and listeners or whatever. Um, name an American movie in which there is not a gun somewhat involved in the plot, a- and you'll see how ingrained guns are in Lord our of the Rings. So. Lord of the Rings. Shut up. Get off my podcast. Harry Potter. Get the fuck guess, out of here. I guess not, any movie. Those are just wants. Those are just wooden guns. The yeah, correct basically. answer is Titanic, but even then, I think no. The, there's a gun. There's a gun. There's a gun. Billy Zane tries to shoot Leonardo DiCaprio. See, yeah. even then, son wow. of a bitch. Billy Zane, who was in The Boys, there's uh, a gun everywhere. A cameo in the, the we Deep's were, we, Lifetime we were, movie. 
we've already that's talked about that's interesting thank you but Don't say Billy back into the voice. But this is the Billy Zane. We're gonna do a whole episode on Billy Zane's career. Seriously, uh, I think, think about another, to Zoolander. Did that. Think about I an movie in which a gun is not involved. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ameri- an American movie. Yeah. Yes. He's talking about American European. culture. It takes place in like America after 1776. I mean, it could be. It could take place in Europe, like Taken. Like it's just American culture in general. That's all we did. Just, uh, just a movie like released that. in America. Aladdin. That takes place in the Middle East before yeah, guns existed. But, you, you, I mean, but it was released I mean, in America. You, you really have to stretch. The Lion King. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I just had to get into a kids yeah, you're movie going from Disney. the sixties. Yeah. Uh, to to put this in some contrast for us, you asked a great question earlier. Just how many people have eleven killed? Um, and I've got the numbers I mean, for two you here. at least. Uh, I, mean, I think like three. Eleven killed thirteen people in season one. Um, really? She ki- yep. She killed roughly twenty-eight creatures in the Upside Down in season two, uh, and only three people, or only four people in season three. She killed four people in season three. Like, who are they? Russians? Uh, yeah, Russian guards. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, season one was a lot darker than the other seasons. Um, and that's why I like this season a lot more because it was a lot more serious. I mean, there was still like the comedy in this in this in the season, but I think I did like the season a lot more than two and three because it was a lot more serious. And uh, I think they definitely they, I think they realized the problems that were uh, that had arose in season two and three. And well, I, I like that he... they went ahead and fixed them. They didn't like pull a Witcher and like do like a meta dialogue between the Bard and some dude saying like, you know, poking fun at the critiques. Of the but show. I think you so, made a, a great point. Season one was dark, and it was a horror kind of like was the predominant like theme genre. And now, yeah. you know, a, a, a comedy seems to be, and friendship and like action seem to be the theme, and it's in a horror setting. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah it's a coming of age story yep. masked and, and you know masquerading around in the horror genre. And um. I only this isn't really a spoiler, but I this this season really made me like uh, care about Max and Lucas, two characters I did not really care for. Not oh. that like just they were just they were a lot more developed this season. I feel that's true, Matt. especially like Lucas turning to the the darks or the jock, the jock side. The jock side, uh, Matt. I gotta tell you, jock side uh, make sure to bring your tissues into the season finale. Yeah, it's pretty hot. So I just uh, I, yeah. I saw the trailer in which uh, Munson plays on his guitar and I'm waiting for that because like oh, they have that was not an played awesome any scene. they have not played any metal. Yeah. They hint that he is a metal god and he's obsessed with metal. They even joke about when they're trying to bring Nancy back, like, oh what is this trash? And they're like throwing all these metal cassettes around. We need music, and music. Have yet to actually play metal. And so I'm waiting for that. And I will cry when the metal is played. Oh, yeah. such a it was, what, what, yeah, what year is this happy, Matt, be very happy. Is it 86? 86 This now. is 86, 86. So, you know, just, just uh, maybe research what metal songs were available then. Metallica? Famous ones. Well, okay. Gotta get some Iron Maiden. Some Megadeth. Yeah, Judas Priest. Uh, maybe a little Run Judas to the Black Hill. Seven. Run to the Hill would be fun. Saxon. Depending Diamond on why he's playing metal in the Upside Down. Angel Witch. 
I will just point. be really upset if he's a hair metal well, guy. I will be beyond upset if he's a hair metal guy. If I hear Motley Crue, I'm going to literally oh, take my 65 yeah, inch TV metal. and throw it out the window. Oh, Matt, see, now I just kind of want to get into video Motley Crue is one of those bands I think uh, <laughs> you know, slides into true metal territory. It is a hair metal band, but I think of all those, like, you know, Cinderella is definitely hair metal. Poison's hair metal. But I think Motley Crue is the closest that comes to true metal. Or, like, I guess. Or, new or wave of warrant, new wave of true heavy metal. Warrant. Dear God, if I hear warrant. Oh, yeah, like, cherry pie. I hate there's warrant. no cherry pie. Don't don't worry about it. Oh my gosh. If you I'm hear the guy in an interview, he absolutely hates that song. Like he's just like, I hate cherry pie. The cherry I, pie is my legacy. You know, I never wanted to make cherry pie. That was like something the producer. Oh, the warrant interview. Yeah, he's just like, he hates cherry pie so much. Um, but yeah, it's not hair metal is what we're saying. But yeah, uh, what else up this episode? Um, I mean, really, like, the Mike, you know, Mike, Jonathan, they've just done a terrible job with Jonathan as a character, I think, these past two seasons. Like, he really has had nothing to do. I mean, maybe they'll kill him off. Really, since, like, season... I mean, two, like, that's two. when he hooked up with Nancy. But, like, you know, season three, they didn't have anything to do with him. Season four, he's just driving around. Um, like yeah, Argyle his, has his buddy more, Argyle's more important than he is. Yeah, so, yeah we haven't he's discussed the, babysitter. the whole hel- helicopter thing and how yuri is still uh you know they they escaped the base in a random band and apparently cars can block bullets now and uh they go and find that it's really a helicopter that i know they went across. through that shosh yeah they went through that shawshank redemption tunnel and they're still inside the prison right <laughs> they still have to drive out it's kind of like um i don't know um well, it's just funny that they had that long ass tunnel and they're still in the prison. I was like, no, well, they're, I, they're... <laughs> I love it and I appreciate it. I just hate the fact that like they're they're like it's just such a movie thing where you can run through a, a gate and get shot at, but none of the bullets hit you because cars are bulletproof. Yeah, it, it also irked me. They go to the exact same yeah, prison right. Hopper was taken it, prisoner, exactly, where he was exactly. captured, and they didn't think to go look for them there. I mean, I know they got they got like the Demogorgon to worry about, yeah. but they're probably like, "Hey, we got some escaped prisoners." They probably went to that that uh, that church. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they, well they, they'd be stupid if they did go to that church, but just in case, maybe check it out. I love you know. the nod to Aliens Resurrection. Uh, I think was the fourth one with the growing of the Demogorgons. It's literally the same exact thing as an Aliens and then Aliens right. Resurrection. I love I love little subtle nods to movies like that. Well, yeah, Paul but, Reiser, like, that's like a nod to Aliens. Not like a nod, but he was in Aliens, so I was like, that was a, a popular 80s movie. He's great this so, season. I enjoy Paul Reiser. They get, well, he was barely in season three. Like, he just showed up at the very end of season three, right? And then right. Um, he's still, I guess, I was wondering if he was going to, like, turn out to be evil or not. Because it seemed like he was, like, trying too hard to be nice to 11 good. it was like yeah is he what's your real mo- what's your real motivation i thought it'd be, so, it'd be great if like he was really an even bigger piece of shit than brenner was like so, that would have so, been a, a cool not cool but like you know is they have been doing a ton of homages to aliens especially this season um and it took me three or four episodes to realize who that actor was because he's just so like much older i was like wait a second he's really changed is that really him <laughs> And he's, he's also the in the boys going, too. He's so. the legend. He's he's the legend in the boys. So I was like, wow, good for him. He's still like Giancarlo Esposito. He's like in all the popular shows now, Stranger Things and the Boys, and Giancarlo's and Better Call Saul, the Boys and Mandalorian. So it's just well, like you know, you can get in any one of these shows, they'll put you in another 
giant show. So, uh, but, but yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad Owens is still alive for now. Yeah. Um, this thing they I seem am, like develop Sullivan more. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, watching episode nine tonight. It's going to be fun. They <laughs> more like movie. this whole uh, season for like the next episode. And I, I love it. So you need to call it movie nine because it's not really an episode. It's like an actual feature length film. Two and a half yeah, hours. Basically. It's crazy. Yeah. It's funny because like each episode uh, in part one was like almost like an hour and a half already or like over an hour. And like, well, actually, like an hour fifteen, I think, was the average time for most of the episodes. Like, it's like almost like twelve episodes of content. Or twelve, yeah. yeah so like, if, if a normal episode is like forty minutes or forty-five minutes, there's like at least like twelve of them. If you this like, is one of the few times time. I don't mind the whole nine episodes or seven episodes or like a non-eight, ten, twelve, <laughs> because I would much rather you show a full episode with how much time you need than to try to like break it into two smaller episodes. Like, if the story That's... needs to be told. Yes. It's this way. This is the way to do it. That's one of the things I'm really liking about the new season of uh, Orville. The Orville, when it, it got picked up by Hulu, um, it's called New Horizons, right? Uh, but I was reading an interview with, with Seth MacFarlane talking about the new season. And it's like, it's more cinematic. It's got more of like a, a movie feel to it. Like, it's not constrained to 42 minutes. And that's one of the things he was talking about in this interview was just how nice it was to be able to tell a story for as long as the story needed to be told, right? It, it, nice. The story took an hour and five minutes to tell. It's an hour and five minute episode, right? If it only takes 50 minutes to tell, then it's only 50 minutes. They don't need to fluff it yeah, out to an hour. Set, exactly. Time the Orville actually before. funny because I was watching a clip the other day no. like, where they're trying to escape from this show. The, not the show, but the ship. And they just uh, fly into this uh, Jupiter-like <laughs> planet. Show. It's witty. It's clever. It's smart. But it's not but, like, funny. It's not. It's not ha ha funny. Like I, I mean, there's like one laugh out loud moment, like one chuckle per episode, maybe. But it's just really oh, okay. smart. Like yes, it shows off like just more like Seth MacFarlane's like smart, clever. Like it's just good stories. They're good Star Trek stories. That's all it is. You just explain. So it's like the Venture Brothers. It's not like laugh out loud funny, but you just the storytelling so strong. And it's Venture I mean, Brothers. If that's what you want to call it. Venture Brothers, like, it's, like, dialogue funny. I mean, um, I, I, first of all, watch, like, the season uh, two finale, I think. I watched the whole first season for you, buddy. Yeah, I guess season two, because that's when it starts getting really... That's, like, when the Guild of Calamus intent and, you know, the Monarch uh, and uh, Phantom Limb. And, like, uh, all well, these you know, moving parts. If we get enough you... people tweeting at us at ZZella Podcast on Twitter... Uh, requesting that we cover Venture Brothers, then I'll I'll watch not just season two. I'll watch season three for you. How about that? If, if you finish season people. two, you'll be hooked <laughs> till watch through season seven. Um, guarantee you, I guarantee it. Men's Warehouse, you're gonna like the way you look. Venture Brothers, yeah, but you're am gonna I like gonna, gonna like, like what you? Am watch. I gonna like what I'm watching? That's you are the real yeah. question. You guarantee? I know. So, so Major, you're talking about uh, our social media presence. What, what were those again? Yeah, so on Twitter, you can reach out to us. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are on Stranger Things this season um, or the podcast. You know, we've talked about, uh, obviously, The Boys. Uh, we just got finished with Obi-Wan. If you want to go back and check our, our back catalog, uh, you can find us on Z Zealot Podcast on Twitter or Z Zealot Podcast on Twitter for all my Canadian homies out there. Uh, and then we also have a Discord, and I'll drop that link in the description uh, as well. And that'll be right beside that button where you can um, rate and review this podcast. Give us five stars. Tell us how much you like it or how much you hate it. 
or how much you like Seinfeld. Because did you really cover yeah, everything? That covers in our podcast too. In Stranger Things. I mean, have we? How far are you with Yuri? I don't want to give away too much, so yeah, I'm I, afraid I, I to like, 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 summarize the, the episode. And they're gonna fly the helicopter. So uh, uh, that's that's as far as, and they go back to the church where he was. You know, captured. Yeah. So, what are, what are your predictions? Well, I mean, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna run you through a couple scenarios, and we'll get your thoughts on it, right? Um, Hopper and Winona Ryder. Uh, do you think they're gonna bang, or do you think they're gonna save the kids? Um, I think that their horse, the whole storyline will not delve at all with the kids' storyline at all. They'll make it back to America. And get back to California and be like, "Hey, so how was your week of vacation?" Yeah, right, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they finally I, get I'm that worried dance. you're gonna like spoil something for them. And no, uh, no, I'm just asking. No, I'm just asking really, generic questions. One, now I'm think... really because I really want to talk about like their storyline in the last episode. All right, uh, we'll talk I about can't. it all next week. Maybe we should. Uh, but I just want to get your thoughts. Like, do you think Vecna dies next episode, Matt? I don't think he's truly destroyed, but there's a sense of we've won the moment. Okay. All right. Kind of like an opposite Infinity War. Uh, let's see. Um, who saves lovebirds? Does uh, Nancy pick Steve or Jonathan? What do you think? Um... Uh. Spider-Man. There you go. Always. That's a good choice. <laughs> what is that? Is that when you wrap them up? Actually, Major, I've seen the episode. I don't even know the answer. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, tune in next week, Tip, and you'll find out. Ah, I <laughs> Tip, I thought you had Netflix. Um, I do. I you just haven't seen Stranger Things yet? No, I have. Oh, okay. He doesn't remember. It was, it was a two and, and a half, half hours. hours. Yeah, okay, remember this, Matt. When you're thinking about when you when you finish episode nine, your first thoughts gonna be wow, and your second thoughts gonna be wow. Episodes eight and nine were the same length as Obi Wan the entire series, and it told so much of a better story in those well, no, two Matt, episodes. Matt, if you start now, your first thought after you watch it is like, wow, I need to probably go to bed. So. No, seriously, like I, it, the worst part is I can't start it until the kids go to bed. So I don't even start these episodes. Oh, like, and not only just kids, like yeah, you have to really give them kid. a buffer too. So like my kids, it's, it's summer vacation. It's eight thirty nine. They go to bed. So like I can't even turn it on until ten o'clock at night usually. It's and so, so funny I'm looking that forward to like being up to one o'clock in the morning to watch one episode. Yeah. It's like kids can't watch this show and yet it stars kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. And like the thing is, like they were like what seven years younger in the first season which is like the darkest season yeah seriously <laughs> so like, i wonder if they could even watch it so yeah. uh, <laughs> they couldn't watch their own production and show so with that, I think that yeah was... so that's our show so um yeah next week we're gonna talk about the boys finale we're gonna talk about the stranger things finale and we're gonna talk about another Marvel. episode of Marvel. Marvel. Finale? i'm guessing y'all don't love no. the show either no, uh, I really enjoyed Miss Marvel up until this most recent episode. And it might not be this episode. It might have been the fatigue of Stranger Things and the boys and, and just everything else like I watched. Um, so it might have just been too much TV. But that's not my spiteful. problem. That's you have to keep Disney your Disney problem. Plus subscription just a little bit longer. Now that Obi-Wan's uh, over. And now that Miss Marvel sells a few more weeks. I think you're just spiteful. You have to keep your Disney Plus. Now, do you Me think they're, they're going to come out with a, a Mistress Marvel? 
A Mistress Marvel? Uh, is it Miss short for Mistress? Yeah, it is. Miss is short for Mistress. I was going to point that out. They have, Tip. I'd love to tell you about this. We actually have a podcast. We actually have, uh, if you want to go back into our back catalog, we've covered uh, every episode of Miss Marvel. So you can check it out. Or Mistress Marvel, uh, if you're being all proper without I think it's just Mrs. M-I-S-S-U-S. Is there a Mr. Marvel in her future? Uh, no, but there is an outro. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Again, if you want to reach out to the podcast, you can reach out to us on Twitter at ZZellet Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. God bless yep. 2022. Uh, Inflation yeah. might be shit. The economy might be shit, but damn, television is good right now. Check back with I us know. next week as we cover the season finales of your favorite oh, and TV Thor shows. Oh, and Love and Thunder comes out this week. Oh no! Are we going to do a special <laughs> episode on that, or are we want? I don't do know. If, I, think, I don't know. If the reviews have been amazing, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll check it out some point. Okay. Uh, so, why didn't anybody warn me I that freaking um, Doctor Strange was so terrible? That is you the worst like, movie. You didn't like seeing Black Bolt lose his mouth. Uh, the multiverse of madness. Yeah, the, the multiverse mom. of mediocrity. Yeah, I gotta yeah, tell you that the Black worst Bolt movie. Scene? I turned it off. I was like, this is garbage. Oh, oh! I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, sorry so, to enjoy. Oh, yeah, you see all those memes we've been posting. Like, um, Reed's just like Wanda. We know how to bring back her children. Black Bolt, tell her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Matt's just like I gotta go watch Stranger Things. Yeah, that comment. That oh no, no, no! I think Matt was flipping off. The, Matt was flipping off the movie Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. No, no, I have not seen that one yet. It comes out on HBO oh, or Disney or something here in oh, a minute. Oh, sorry. So, yep. Uh, oh, I was just saying well, how bad it is. Are you Sucked. a big Black Bolt fan? No, but actually, still. <laughs> actually, um, I want to. You're about to plug. be. Hold on. <laughs> Who's that? I didn't even get to that part in the movie. I don't know what you're talking. So about. Black show, Bolt is the leader show. of the Inhumans. Yeah, uh, um, which is a television show briefly no, ran. Don't spoil ABC. it for Matt. No, he's about to cry. Yeah, don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm not spoiling, but I'm, I'm giving up the camera. <laughs> well, I can't show it now, but I got the Inhumans graphic novel by Paul Jenkins when I went to Heroes Con. I highly recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. But that's our show, everyone. We're going to talk about out. all these great shows uh, next week. So I'm Forrest. I'm Major. I'm Robbie. Uh, maybe I am your dad named Matt. And I'm Tip. <laughs> hey, Take care, don't, everyone. Don't, don't forget, guys. Guys, you got to be, be running up that hill. Be running up that road. Be running up that building, up baby. Get, get those. Yeah. Uh, or get your arms snapped. Get those royalties, <laughs> Kate Bush. All right, don't bye, forget everyone. to like and subscribe.